I like cute clothes. I like having stylish outfits and I hate shopping. Armoire makes getting dressed easier. Armoire is a clothing rental membership option. And Janet and I recently have both tried it out. And you guys, it is so much fun. You go to their website, you get to take a little quick style quiz, takes five minutes, and then you get presented a list of beautiful clothing, pictures, wonderful clothes that you can pick out and get delivered to your house for you to try and wear in the comfort of your own home without going out and determine what looks cute, put together outfits without investing a ton of money. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off your first month. That is up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash envoys. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E, dot style slash envoys to get 50% off your first month and never have to worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. This is On Boys Parenting Podcast. We are your co-hosts, Jennifer L.W. Fink, mom of four boys. And I'm Janet Allison, teacher of many more. Thanks for joining us as we share real talk about parenting, teaching, and reaching tomorrow's men. Did you know that 93% of kids don't eat enough fruits and vegetables? You may have one of those children like my niece who ate only macaroni and cheese for about six of her formative years. (laughs) Many kids kind of fixate on one particular food and you are tearing your hair out, dear listeners, trying to make sure that they have a balanced diet. I will say from, from the benefit of the years, my niece now is a grown woman and has two healthy kids. So that mac and cheese sustained her, but our kids need more nutrition than we are able to give them in their regular diet. Which is why so many of us look to vitamins to fill those gaps. And so many of us, myself included, have been dissatisfied with what we find on the shelves. We recently connected with a new to us company called Haya Health, and they have chewable vitamins for kids that are non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gluten-free, nut-free, all of that. And they fill in the gaps in modern children's diets in a chewable vitamin that kids love. My guys liked it, and my guys uh, are kind of picky. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so they've been kid tested by your guys, by your nieces and nephews. This is a pediatrician approved, super powered, chewable vitamin. It was created by two dads that were tired of children's vitamins that actually cause more problems than they solve. So with these vitamins, with Haya Health, you know that you're getting zero sugar and zero gummy junk, and yet it tastes great and it's perfect for picky eaters. We've worked with Haya Health and we have an exclusive offer for you. If you go to Haya Health and use the onboys code at checkout, you can get 50% off your first order. 
go to Haya Health, H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com and enter on boys to get that 50% off. The discount will be applied at the checkout. So get full body nourishment so that your boys can grow into healthy adults. That's HayaHealth.com slash on boys. Do you have a son who maybe doesn't fit the mold? Maybe he likes pink. Maybe he prefers dolls. Maybe he'd rather be dancing than doing anything else. Challenging the gender stereotype is the passionate mission of our return guest, Sassy Harvey. Last August, we interviewed Sassy when she was just three weeks or so into her mission to change the conversation around boys and especially around hashtag my boy can dance. We've invited her back to hear about the explosive growth of this very important movement. Welcome back, Sassy. Thank you. It's so good to be back. <laughs> it's, it, you it's know, so we, nice. I listened back to our interview last year and you were just kind of at the beginning of this movement and making it up as you went along. And I've, we've watched yeah. your growth over this year. I think maybe you didn't have the idea it was going to get as big as it was no. going to. No, I think you two, <laughs> you, you saw it more than me. But yeah, it has been a fantastic year. Um, and so much has happened and so much has changed that I forget. Once you actually start discussing it, once we go through, it's so much has happened and it's been fantastic. But yes, it's definitely grown a lot quicker than I anticipated, but in a very, very good way. I can't ever wish anymore. This has been fantastic. So I want to put this into context a little bit. Um, we had you on last year before the big brouhaha with um, the prince and he took ballet yeah. and he was ridiculed by adults on yeah. national international tv you were that talking about this then so there's that and you illustrate so vividly for us the power of a mom and of moms of boys <laughs> you started this because you have a son and you want the world to be better for him and all other boys Definitely. And that is my drive entirely. It all stems from my son. So I pretty much, the whole uh, My Boy Can started, uh, it actually started April last year. Okay. Um, and I spoke to you guys as in the Facebook page started in April. And it was, it was just, it was just me, a little old mum kind of moaning really that um, my boy was facing negativity because he liked Barbies, he liked princesses, and he, ha he was doing ballet at the time. And people, adults specifically felt they had had the right to make comments and it, it made me question myself as a parent it made me question what we do for gender stereotypes and how enforced it is and, and the impact that would have on my son and I really wanted that to change for him because I just didn't want him to feel that he couldn't do something because he was a boy because society deems certain activities for girls and it's ludicrous, really. The activities are just activities. They're just things that anybody can enjoy. But because society is as labeled things as gender, um, and if, if he goes against it, often people feel that they have a right to, to make comment. And, and that can pass quite a lot of negativity and stigmas that they end up facing. And I just don't want that for my son. And then the tip of the iceberg for me was the day he decided he didn't want to do ballet anymore. 
because he had been told that he's a girl for doing it and a gay and I just couldn't I just couldn't. And, and, and he was to put it into context, he was four. Yeah, so I was going to say, put it in context, he was four years old. So this isn't, he isn't like 14, he was four years old. And um, so for him, he stopped dancing uh, because he was so upset. Because actually, when we, we again, we kind of I reanalyzed it all. Um, when you look in the room of when he was going to ballet, he was the only boy. Everything was very driven by the girls. Um, all the props that were being used were, were, very pink and girly all the girls were in their tutus and their, their ballet slippers again it wasn't that necessarily the dance school it was the parents at the time um there was no uniform but you know it's lovely to see the little girls in their little tutus I, I as a parent myself i think i would do exactly the same but for him he really once he got that information of being told it's for girls he once he processed that within that room it felt like it really was so I kind of put myself on a mission to change his mind and then what you found was that there were other boy dancers at other dance studios in Portsmouth UK yes and yet there's like one here two over there yeah. and and so your mission began I think part of it was just to bring those boys together you were going to do a photo shoot did that happen yeah Yes, so we did. We did this amazing photo shoot. It's oh, it's so much. So basically, um, I put it out there in my city, which is my hometown in Portsmouth, because it's exactly that. I wanted to see how many boys were dancing. And back then, I thought it was about 20. And it was 140 boys came forward saying just they were just the people that came forward to say they wanted to take part. And we photographed 54 boys in total because um, we just had to set a date and hope people could come right and um it was the images are spectacular and uh yeah on our facebook page we've, we featured the the images anyway but what we really got from it was that coming together because we invited everybody at the same time they didn't have time slots everybody turned up at the exact same time and kind of waited their turn but while they were waiting the families and the uh, boys themselves all got to know each other. And what was great was this was an age range from age three to 21. Oh. So it was a huge range of ages. So their stories and just them hearing that they all come from different dance schools and some of them had seen each other at competitions and things like that. So the discussions just naturally happen and community spirit just naturally grew. And between us, we all became a really nice community of people when we realized the power of us all coming together and and just hearing that actually we're all facing a similar issue and we wanted to kind of face that a little bit head on so it was fantastic it, could, so it was good. magical yeah the power yeah. of coming together and the power for kids to see other kids yeah. doing what they're doing and for is... a three-year-old boy to be able to see a 21-year-old man who is still dancing, he can see that future for himself. When he's alone in a dance class with a bunch of little girls wearing tutus, he can't see that. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I think, and this is what happened. It was so funny. I'm such a cruel mum. My son came along to the, um, the photo shoots and he asked to take part and I said, no. And it sounds so cruel, but I said to him, no, because you, these are dancers. They all turned up in their complete dance gear. Um, they looked phenomenal. And, um, and I just said to him, you don't dance anymore. And it was really, really cruel. But, I mean, but actually the photographer did end up taking snaps of him while he was like messing around in the background. But um, so he is included in it. But um, it, it, I just wanted to kind of reiterate to him 
that this was a project for dancers and really inspire him to be like, actually, this is something I want to do. <laughs> and it worked because then he went back to it. So, oh, yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It did take, I mean, <laughs> no, it was the end of the year. Um, what was lovely, what we decided to do with the, sh the photos, I didn't want it to just be there's the photos let's just put them out on Facebook and things I asked um the boys to all come together for a showing um and we invited some of the boys that took part in the photo shoot to perform so um we ended up having an evening of all the parents and whoever they wanted to invite and the boys who took part in the photo shoot all came um and so i think it was 165 people came to and we had like a mini auditorium like in the school and uh, they put all the seats out and so all the people were there together and then we did like a, a projection slideshow on the back of the screen in between because we had it was such a big project we had five photographers because it was all free as well so these are people that volunteered their time so we had five wow. local photographers volunteered their time um to do this we went to five different locations around Portsmouth our hometown just so that it was different and to showcase that this was our city as well as these boys are in with live within the city so between each photo shoot, um, yeah, each photographer's slideshow, we invited a couple of the boys to perform. And again, it was lovely because it was the, of the wide range of genres, wide range of ages. Some were groups, some were duets, some were solos. Um, and so it just really became like a huge celebration of the boys that, that dance wow. within our town. It really set like at the beginning of My Boy Can because mm -hmm. once we did that, that's when we realized this this needs to carry on this can't just be a one-off project this has mm -hmm. to be a continuation so yeah I want to address your um, I'm a bad mom thing, for instance. <laughs> yes, please you do. You are not a bad mom. <laughs> not even close. And, Thank you. you. Know, as parents, let's face it, manipulation is a tool that we all use. All Definitely. of us. But there is a huge difference between manipulating or arranging things to get your son to do something that you want him to do that he's not interested in. And we've all seen that play out in our societies, right? You know, a parent who expects their son to be the football player and the kid has no interest whatsoever. What you're talking about is you saw a son who lit up at something, was interested in it, and that dimmed due to all of these societal pressures. Yeah. And you managed to create this whole environment <laughs> to, to show him it's okay. And you created a safe space for him to re-engage in that and to rediscover in that. That's amazing, Sassy. Thank you. Yeah, I do. I do totally agree with that. And I do. Um, I'm very, very proud of the fact that I was I managed to do that for him. Um, but also that he continues to be the drive that I need daily because everything mm -hmm. I end up doing, I always I always end up throwing in front of him just to make sure that it is relevant, that I wonder his opinions on things. Everything that we're doing now, we've started interviewing um, male dancers through our Facebook page and things. And um, I always ask him, is there anything you would ask as a, as a five-year-old? Yeah. <laughs> what would you yeah. want to hear? Just so that we're making sure the conversation is, is things that will engage with our viewers and our followers. Um, so that the, the boys are continue to be inspired, not just my son, but, all the boys that, that have engaged with the page. I think it's really important. 
And I love, I popped into a couple of your interviews in the last few days, and I really encourage listeners, if you have a son who's interested in dance in any way, make sure that they are hearing these interviews because you are speaking directly to the boys, boys and young men. And one of the boys was differently abled. So you had a conversation with him. And then there was the younger man who is a Disney dancer for Disney. And and the mom was there. The moms are with their kids. So it's not just boys on the interview, but the mom was saying, Disney wouldn't have all these productions. They wouldn't have the street parade and all the dances and everything if there weren't male dancers. And I think we think, you know, we, we're not making that arc from the little four-year-old in his short yeah. t-shirt in the studio to, hey, we've got, you know, amazing ballet dancers. Like somebody has to hold up the women and spin them around on the stage. And somebody has to be doing the performances the stilt walking and all the, you know, whatever happens in the Disney parades. And there has to be a culture that inspires and is training and educating and nurturing these boys to become these young men that we need. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think that's, um, I mean, I, I interviewed some uh, ballet dancers today from uh, Matthew Bourne's uh, New Adventures and he, they were saying that, um, it took a long, not a long time, but it took a while for their families and friends who it, to realize that they were taking this seriously. And that sounds really odd, but the minute that people realized that they were good at it and they were getting somewhere and there was going to be opportunities is when all of a sudden the attitude changed. That's the bit that we need to kind of work on because at the moment the attitude is at the age of when they're a child and they're really young, you know, um, it's just, it's just a phase. It's just something they, they, they might enjoy, but yeah, it's, I don't know. There's, there's still that discussion to still be had to keep, like you say, keep inspiring them because once they get to that, there's, it's probably a teenage once people start really, realizing that actually there is a career in it and this person is probably going to go far that negativity and the kind of stigmas they face changes slightly so that they can actually really get the the 100 support that they needed so yeah i think we're going to have to keep challenging that but it is it is it's there and it is happening and the change is definitely happening it's just this is where we all can help and do our part by supporting organizations and efforts in our own home communities that do provide homes and opportunities for boys who are interested in theater, in dance, in singing. School productions are so valuable for kids that this is their thing. It gives them a chance to hone those skills, to connect with the other kids, to have a place where it's safe. Janet and Sassy, I happen to know a young person who has been a dancer at Disney from my very small 4,000, well, 5,000 people now, you guys, town in rural (laughs) Wisconsin. And partly um, that's because he, uh, after high school, well, while in high school, he became involved with a program here called Kids from Wisconsin that my son was also eventually in. But it's basically a singing, dancing troupe of kids age like 15 to 21 it gives them opportunity and yeah i can't give them a lot of money they are definitely struggling this summer as are so many other things i mean due to coronavirus like performance opportunities are not what they were yeah but these these things need our support because you're right janet like dancers don't spring forth fully formed and talented at age 18 or 20 exactly 
Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about, so you're doing these interviews with dancers. You're also having uh, dancers being workshop leaders. Yeah, so um, we've got, (laughs) so basically um, at the beginning of the year, we decided, like I said, we did the photo shoot and we brought everybody together. And when we, when we uh, spoke to everybody, they really wanted it to carry on. So very, I started, I liaised with a local theatre and we basically, uh, we used their studio and we were already, we'd already launched workshops with the boys within Portsmouth where we were inviting male dancers from within the industry to come into the space and it would be a whole day of workshops. So we started in February um, and we had our very first, yeah, we had the first one in February and we had three uh, uh performers from within the industry so one was from west end one was a street dance and one was uh contemporary lyrical and they're all male dancers so we made sure all three of them were different genres and they spent the whole day with us all these boys um and they just workshopped and it was great and it was great fun but they also got to do q a with these these men um just be really inspired and we had planned to do that for the rest of the year but obviously the pandemic had other ideas so <laughs> um due to the theaters and the spaces and everything being closed we decided um that i mean everything's postponed and to be fair i think majority if it's going to be postponed until next year, which is very unfortunate. This episode is sponsored by By Heart. Babies need to eat. And whether you breastfeed or bottle feed, use formula, combine all of the above, you need options. We wanted to let you know about By Heart baby formula. By Heart has a patented protein blend that gets the closest to breast milk. It includes two of the most abundant proteins in breast milk. And Byheart actually ran a clinical trial comparing their formula to a leading infant formula and proved that babies on Byheart have softer poops, less spit up, and easier digestion. Byheart is also the only U.S.-made infant formula to use organic, grass-fed whole milk. So if you need baby formula for your baby, consider Byheart. New customers can get 10% off your first order by using code ONBOYS at byheart.com. That's B-Y-H-E-A-R-T dot com slash podcast. And it is 10% off your first order. Byheart.com slash podcast. This is a limited time offer and additional terms and conditions may apply. One of the most challenging things about being a woman at midlife is realizing how little people understand about perimenopause and menopause, Janet. I just had a conversation with my sister about that this weekend. She is 10 years younger than me, so I'm 51, she's 41, and she went to ask her healthcare provider, hey, can you provide me some information? And she got information, but she was frustrated by how incomplete, it seems, how little we know and how for way too many people, the answer seems to be, yep, that's the way it is. Deal with it. Mm -hmm. Deal with it. And not only are our mamas out there having to deal with perimenopause likely at this age, but many of our moms are dealing with their sons entering or in puberty, which is kind of nature's Irony, which is, oof. Cruel joke, Janet. Cruel joke. Cruel joke. Thankfully, thankfully, 
Increasingly, there are those who are recognizing that women need and deserve competent care and treatment for perimenopause and menopausal symptoms. And we know that can still be harder to access than it should be, which is why we have partnered with Winona. Winona helps women who are dealing with menopause or perimenopause. Winona is a collection of OBGYN health professionals who believe that your symptoms are important, real, and deserve to be taken seriously. Telehealth, you can access care from your home when it is convenient for you. Visit buywinona.com today to start your free visit with free U.S. shipping and the ability to pause or cancel at any time. Your path to wellness has zero obligations. Use the code ONBOYS at buywinona.com for 25% off your first order. That's B-Y-W-I-N-O-N-A dot com slash on boys. Winona, menopause care made easy. But we decided to start working on getting uh, these activities happening online. So uh, this month we launched some online workshops. And the beauty of the online workshops is it reaches more than just within Portsmouth um, and the surrounding area. It means that we are actually able to reach anybody that wants to take part. And um, on the on my boy can facebook page we have many followers which are from abroad quite a few are from usa so our timings and things means that everybody around the world can kind of participate which has been lovely absolutely lovely to see so yeah so we're carrying on with that for the next two months and we like you say we just get we just invite uh, lots of different genres of dance lots of different uh male professionals um and it's not just dancing we've also got males uh makeup uh artists and uh people that are doing uh drag uh workshops like drag makeup workshops and things so it's for anybody it's just anything really where boys might might want to have a try but are a bit worried too um we're putting it online so people can have that safe space and then they also get to go into a, like a zoom meeting um and they get to see like-minded boys and it's lovely when you see all the boys faces pop up on the screen you can just see it, it does fill them with that kind of oh my goodness there's loads of us and 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 you can just see it kind of it it reignites that passion of being like, oh, I'm not the only one. This is great. And, and then they, they have fun doing the workshop and they're at home. So they're nice and safe. And yeah, and it's been lovely about, to see. Talk about the logistics of this. So how do I get my boy involved? Do I have to go somewhere? Do I have to register or what technology? Yep. So, yep. No, all you have to do, you go straight to our uh, website, which is www.myboycan.co.uk uh, forward slash take part. And, uh, or if you just go to the website, click on the, the take part bit and then you just register. Um, we've got a small fee so that uh, we, are, we do pay them to keep their, yeah, because obviously all their shows have stopped. So while, while we're getting these men in, we're making sure that they're getting a, a wage. But apart from that, yeah. Um, and But saying that it's only, I mean, it's £2.50. So it's not it's a couple of a couple of dollars it's not it's not like extortionate it's just lovely and they get 45 minutes in a zoom meeting to be fair it probably goes over if i'm a little bit honest um so they get 45 <laughs> minutes of dancing but then yeah there's the opportunity as well that they can speak to 
speak to the man um, who's, who's teaching. And like I say, it's lots of different genres. We've got ballet this weekend. We've got jazz, like a jazz fossey uh, in Ooh. a couple of weeks. And then we've got street dance at the end of the month. Um, yeah, and next month we're looking at lyrical. And then like I say, we've still got the, the makeup running alongside that. So we've got the drag look. We've got the everyday kind of bit of contour. I swear, I, I, <laughs> I need, need that. These boys are so good. These boys are so good. And then I, this is what I mean. It's, it's really gone crazy. And then on, on top of that, we do the My Boy Can Chat, which is live on Facebook. And we do that on a Monday, Wednesday and Friday. And that's what Janet was saying, where we've invited people along which and they've ranged from all different we've had mums and sons come on with it's all different discussions and the topics are just anything to kind of discuss about uh boys that are facing facing certain stigmas and how we kind of overcome that but just talking to pe real people within the world and just finding out their experience and then some some people have come out from within the industry to say well they have experience but actually this is what they've managed to go through and get to the other side and where they are now and and it's inspirational it's been like you say it's been it's been amazing actually it's been quite an opportunity well and you've really just so amplified it and uh, you know it's the need was there and you stepped into it with a thousand percent excitement and drive and it's just been it's lovely to see where it's gone i'm curious if there is someone who stands out for you over this last year, maybe their story um, that's really inspired you? Oh, oh, that's a really good one. Actually, um, it leads me on very nicely. Um, there are a couple of young boys who have been with us since the photo shoot and they were the very first boys that I met. And I think they'll always hold that special kind of place in my heart just because they were the first ones that I met physically outside of the project and um, they were at the photo shoot and I have to explain the very first photo shoot we did it was pouring with rain like we had so it was it was lovely weather all week and that day that it's just the heavens opened and um we were there with their families and all of us turned up and it's 10 a.m and it was absolutely hammering it down and we had we were doing photo shoots outside and so we all huddled and we'd never met each other before and we're all huddled in this really small like um shelter <laughs> trying <laughs> to dry <laughs> knowing that in a moment everybody kind of had to go out in ones and twos and the boys were in their leotards and their shorts and their ballet slippers and you think this is this is this is an, an experience all in itself um and the boys that did that, there was a, um, there's some teenage boys and they stayed with us for the whole, it was, uh, it was 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. And they stayed with us the whole time because we asked, because they were a bit older, if they would mind grouping together, because there was a couple of them, and doing a photo shoot with just those three um, and taking some images of just them. And they did, and they were such troopers. But at the end of it, no matter how wet and sodden all of us were, the best bit for me was just hearing them say, oh, that was just truly amazing. And they just loved it. Um, and they have actually become associates now within the program. Uh, we have like an associate program and they have, they've, they've stayed with us. Um, and it's for me, for with them, um, they've been so honest and so, um, they've just, 
they they faced bullying and they still face bullying they they are teenage boys they are in uh, senior school I, I, I think that's high school high school you guys mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so um yeah and uh they they do face negativity and uh they get teased a lot for having to wear tights and and teased they're just um they're just misunderstood a lot and um yet their attitude and their positivity and this the amount of energy they radiate as soon as, as soon as you see them and, and you speak to them. Dance is their life and um, everything they do is just, they love it and you can't help but just like suck up all that energy yourself mm. because you just get drawn to it. Um, and for me, that that is what's so important is the fact that they're so resilient to all this negativity mm. and so opening about open about it as well. They're quite happy to, to talk about it because they really believe in dancing. They really believe that boys can do anything and they really, really want to make sure that no other boys go through this. So wow. they're really passionate about delivering that message. And so for me, I think they, they completely help help me and the great thing is because they're associates now we meet up with them once a month so i get to hear what they need from us um Mm -hmm. and what kind of extra support they might require so yeah i think yeah it's 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 when you meet real people i think and you see there is still impact pervasive stereotype in our society that boys won't talk boys won't share their thoughts emotions feelings. And, you know, there, there's some truth to that. Of course, not all boys want to talk about, you know, their deepest emotions, but I think there's so much boys don't talk because we haven't created space for them to talk because we've communicated, we don't care, or this isn't okay to talk about. In doing this, you have made room and said, I really care. I really care about what's going on with you. Can you tell me what's going on with you? And they're talking and they're sharing. And I think that our boys are hungry for that. Would you agree? Has that been your experience? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And um, it's, I, I totally agree with that. I think often uh, boys aren't given that space. And I do think there are, there are attitudes that, um, and, and, I think it's a generational thing. I hate saying that, but I do think it is a bit of a generational thing where they don't, we don't necessarily approach the boys to ask how they're feeling or go through those motions and communicate. And I think that's something that we're we're all learning to do more is that need to open up and communicate and uh, to go through things. But I do think, um, yeah, projects like mine, um, there's definitely other projects out there. um, As soon as you give the platform kind of for them to kind of dictate it and for them to be able to share with what they're going through and things like that that it it is like a can of worms all of a sudden they just they do they have so much they have to say and they want to help and they do but I do think um it's being given like that space which I don't think I don't think we do enough at the moment but I do think that is changing Mm -hmm. and the other thing is I think this is again it's so important for me within my boy can um even for us we haven't utilized enough giving back the tools that the boys need so um from going forward as soon as we're allowed to um have the workshops with people um in actually actually together in venues yeah in the same (laughs) room i know (laughs) um one of the really important things for us is looking at having like a 40 
45 minutes of looking at uh, mental health and well-being and just kind of building the resilience for the boys so that they find tools because I don't I, it's life it is life to come across negativity people mm -hmm. will always challenge people people always have opinions that are going to con contradict what you think um and I think that's okay but I think it's being given the right tools to be able to to support you in getting yourself through that and I think that's what's really important and I think that's what a lot of boys don't have at the moment I don't think they know how to navigate through negativity I think they internalize it and I think they become quite angry and I think that's the bits that we just need to tap into a little bit more so that they have that outlet they know they know they can they can still have feelings and emotions and they can still get angry and that's fine but finding a, a more positive way for them to go through it rather than um, internalize it. That is so powerful. Oh my gosh. I just have chills. That is <laughs> so <you>. powerful, Sassy, <laughs> because it's not only, you're not only supporting them for their passion and what they love, but giving them the tools to uh, counteract bullying for themselves and to protect their their brothers as well and speak up for uh, maybe a younger dancer who can't yet speak up for themselves so this is just powerful powerful work oh and it thank you it starts with dance but of course it's bigger than that you know as you said yeah building tools to cope with setbacks and challenges resiliency that is a life skill that we all yeah. need uh, something that I am still working on at, you know, 40, whatever I am now, seven or eight. So the sooner we can help build those skills in our boys, the better equipped they're going to be to deal with everything moving ahead, whether it's being bullied for dance or a breakup, or they didn't get a part they wanted. They didn't get the job they wanted. Yeah. I totally, I totally agree with that. And um, it, it, it is, it's one of those things, I think, later in life, the older you get, you, we kind of seek that ourselves and we, we, we find our own ways to be resilient and you kind of learn that with age. But I do think if we did this with our young people now, um, we'd find that, that they would just be a little bit more stable in themselves. And I mean, we can't hide the facts. And this is where I, I, it, it really resonates with me. We can't hide the fact that suicide is the biggest killer of men. Um, mm. and, and for boys and young people, then they're not talking as much like there's still a lot of work that needs to be done in, in order to just kind of change the attitudes and, and open more people up to realize that they can reach out and they can communicate. And um, I think it's, it's definitely become a passion of mine. I think it's, it's something we really have to keep working towards doing. So, yeah. Janet and I are, are both sitting here. Um, I know. Our eyes are kind of sorry <laughs> and, and our mouths are dripping open because we so appreciate the work that you're doing and it resonates with us and we're kind of speechless and fangirling over you right now. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's for me, it's just amazing. Like I say, that it was just on a, on a one night, I just got the whim to start moaning on Facebook for under this, my boy can umbrella. And now, yeah, just how much it's, it's grown. And obviously it has only been a year. 
it's really reignited in me what's important and what I want to achieve and, and just the direction of the, cause it's now officially a company. It's just, it's now become, this is my life. This is my job. <laughs> so yeah, it is everything to me, but I do, I believe in it all. And um, like we said at the beginning, I think the real importance for me is this is, I'm paving the way for my own son. So this isn't just, it's very personal to me because I, I, I'm going through this journey myself. Um, and so any parents of any boys, any stories I hear, any experiences they've had, anything, I, I really do take that, take that in myself because I'm, I'm on this same journey. I'm, I'm learning myself. So any tips I can get along the way or anything I can help put in place, not just for me, but for others is mm -hmm. I think just as important. And I think that's what we have to remember. We are all on the same journey, but sometimes we just need a little help in hand with each other. Absolutely. Amen. I look forward to checking in a year from now. I Daphne, know, this is a regular. <laughs> and just imagine what you will have accomplished and achieved and the lives that you will have changed in the year to come. Wow. It's Thank just, you. you are on the, you're just on the path of an, a mission to challenge the mainstream challenge the stereotypes and this is how change happens from the ground up from from a passionate mom who wants to do it for her boy and then has the bigger vision that and the bigger heart and the willingness to just jump into territory unknown and just be like let's try a photo shoot let's reach out and look <laughs> yeah. it oh my goodness yes i know if people want to help you you know if people who yes. are listeners are inspired by what you're doing and they want to support your work how can they do that yeah so them i mean i would come to my ir social media so we're on facebook and we are on instagram at uh, my boy can so just type those in join the conversations join just join and follow and join the discussion within the facebook page we have actually got groups so we've got a my boy can dance group which is a group of parents and teachers and boys that do dance and that though all the discussions kind of tend to be around dance and then we've also got a my boy can group which is more tailored to boys that um just do activities that are deemed for girls so a lot of it is actually uh boys that like to dress up in princess dresses or boys that like to play with dolls and barbies um and we kind of all support each other within that um and we have discussions again if if boys are facing negativity it tends to be the parents will come on there and say what do, we've we've had this how is anybody had this how do we how do we deal with it um or just hearing how, how the boys are or even celebrating in it it's so nice just to be in a like-minded community sometimes mm -hmm. that you know that you're not the only person and um this is normal and it, you, you know your child is absolutely fine and just let them be who they want to be and sometimes you just need reassurance from other parents to know that that is <laughs> the case um mm -hmm. so yeah so social media definitely are the way we do have a website so if you do want to take part in any of the events um then do go to our website to book but otherwise everything is on our social media pages and that is the best way to communicate with us and you'll see me there <laughs> quite frequently at the moment doing my 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 boy can chat i don't know if you can fully appreciate it i know you can feel it because sassy has this energy and enthusiasm <laughs> and love that comes through and it's there, it's present in your chats with the boys. It's, I mean, this is why we love talking to you too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm really curious. Uh, one more question. 
Yeah, of course. You are talking to the boys. There's what you thought might be on their minds. What have you learned that has maybe surprised you in actually engaging the boys in conversation about what's on their minds and what they need from us, us being parents in society? Uh, Yeah, um, I think what surprises me most is the... um, it is that kind of, it is the resilience side. I I'm. I think it's a parent thing. I'm so petrified of my own son going through negativity because I get really worried that it's going to have the most negative impact on him um, and his personality. And I get really scared about that. And I think that's a parent thing. But actually when you hear the boys and even though they have faced negativity, when you hear that they've still got their passion for what they do, they're still driven by it. They still love everything about it. Um, and they, they've got such a, 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 I don't know, it's just this outlook on life where, and it, it is, it, again it's a generational thing they are completely in a different generation but listening to them um it really fills me with hope and inspiration myself as a parent to think it's okay actually they're gonna be okay the youth are okay they're they're probably a bit stronger than us in their mindset sometimes because they're just so oh it doesn't even matter and you think my goodness can you hear yourself because it's really liberating to hear that so i think that's what I've learned and taken away from it. So it, it kind of, it makes me uh, less worried about my own son and just um, starting to now enjoy the journey rather than worry about the journey. And I think that's, that's, the, that's what I'm taking from it. I'm starting to see that it'll, he'll be okay. He'll, 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 he has to go through this and he will get to the other side and he'll be fine. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things. But I think that's, that's yeah, I think that's, that's what I've really, really learned. It's, yeah. it's inspiring in itself. So just, just listening to the boys is inspiring yeah. in itself. So much hope. And I love what you said, you know, enjoy the journey. Don't worry about the journey. Yeah. And that's a good, easy, short mantra to keep in mind because as a parent myself, my brain can go into freak out mode very, very quickly. And I, I wrote this down as we were talking, enjoy the journey. And I guarantee I'm going to have to remind myself of that at least three times today. Yeah. Yeah. It's the journey. When you start feeling overwhelmed, take a deep breath, pull back, enjoy the journey. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly. And that's the, that's the great thing. The boys are enjoying their journey as well. And even on the toughest times, they are taking so much out of it um and once like like i say once you speak to them they they they've learned lessons and and they're like 12 years old sometimes and they can teach you things that you think oh my goodness i didn't learn that until i was 35 how are you saying this at the age of 12 (laughs) but that yeah they're just intuitive and they just know so yeah it's a great it's a great journey to be on yeah thank you for creating the the journey making this road for so so many boys so many families so that they can so that they can whatever they want to do they can exactly exactly and i'm gonna put it in there but we have to we have to keep spreading that message of, of stopping people from saying that a boy can't or shouldn't do something because they are male because actually a boy can do anything and still be a boy it does not determine anything so just we need to we need to keep pushing that um for our sons just to keep saying that they can you can do anything anything at all Bravo. Thank you so much, Sassy. 
Oh, but. thank you. Thanks for having me. I can't wait to come back next year and oh, see where yeah. I am. <laughs> it's like my it's like my my way of reminiscing and seeing how far how how much we've done as well. It's yeah. great. Yeah. So thank we're, you. We're looking forward to that and we look forward to seeing what unfolds this year. Thanks for joining On Boys. Real talk about parenting, teaching, and reaching tomorrow's men. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable. With stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft. Made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.